0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. Rich Muller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we'll have sunshine high in the mid-60s today. Clear tonight, low down to 37. Sunny on Tuesday, a high of 66. Clouds move in Tuesday night, our overnight low 49. Wednesday, we have a slight chance of rain early, increasing to a 50% chance of showers by the afternoon. We'll have a high close to 70 and some winds gusting as high as 25 miles an hour. Wednesday night a 100% chance of showers and thunderstorms a low in the mid-50s. Then Thursday we'll see temperatures fall throughout the day. It'll end up in the mid-40s, and we've got about a 60% chance of rain during daylight hours. Gusty winds also in the forecast on Thursday. Friday sunshine, and a high of 50. Right now, it's fair in 27 at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day today, Gracie Nichols at Dollar General in Perryville. Obituaries this morning, Carolyn Jean Bennett Bryce, age 84, of Saugahatchee, died on Saturday, February 12th. She was a member of Saugahatchee Baptist Church and is survived by her husband, Gerald Bryce of Saugahatchee, sons Robert Adams of Moralton, and Scott Adams of Russellville six grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Graveside service for Carolyn Jean Bennett Bryce will be held Tuesday, February 15th at 2 p.m. at Grandview Cemetery with David Garrett officiating. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 7 at the funeral home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Travis Lamar Howell, age 45, of Plummerville died on Wednesday, February 9th, funeral service will be held this morning at 10 at Faith Assembly of God with Pastor Doug McClure officiating. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mason Allen Shoemate, age 52 of Morrillton, died Thursday, February 10th. He survived by one brother, Mark Shoemate of Moralton, five nieces and nephews, six great nephews, one aunt, and two cousins. A private service will be held at a later date. The family would like to thank MedTech and River Valley Home Arkansas Hospice for their services. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Kyle Aaron Wilson, age 36, of Hattieville, died Thursday, February 10th. He was a bus mechanic with the Wonderview School District and is survived by his parents, Jackie Wilson and Rosemary Johnson Wilson, his wife Ashton Owens Wilson of Hattieville, two children, Carter and Kinley Wilson, and two brothers, Kevin and Craig Wilson. Funeral service for Kyle Aaron Wilson will be held Tuesday, February 15th, 10 a.m. at Harris Chapel with Bob Birch officiating. The family will receive friends tonight from six until eight o'clock at the funeral home. Now 734, let's turn to news this morning. The South Conway County School District is lifting its face covering requirement. Effective today, face coverings are no longer required on school buses or at any indoor venue within the district. The district this morning is reporting fewer than five cases district-wide. Local and state COVID numbers continue to fall over the weekend. The Arkansas Department of Health is reporting 166 active cases of the virus in Conway County as of Sunday afternoon, a decrease of 35 since Thursday. Perry County's active case count is down to 92, a reduction of 8 since Thursday. Statewide, the number of active cases has fallen below 20,000, But the number of deaths in Arkansas since the pandemic began has topped 10,000. Along with the case numbers, hospitalizations have been on the decline in recent weeks. As of Sunday afternoon, 1,092 Arkansans were hospitalized, 165 fewer than what was reported on Thursday. 7.35, it's fair, 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 65 with sunshine today, KVOM's morning news watch continues in just a moment. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, coming up on 737, fair and 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. The South Conway County School District's Board of Education will address the district's continuity of services plan when the group meets for its regular monthly meeting tonight. Votes are also expected on COVID additional duty pay and the 2022-23 academic calendar, along with a few personnel matters. The meeting will take place at 6 p.m. at the superintendent's office in Moralton. The Moralton City Council's regular monthly meeting, which is typically held on the second Monday of the month, has been rescheduled for Tuesday night at 6. The Plummerville City Council will also hold its monthly meeting for February on Tuesday. Conway County native Ron Rainey has been appointed to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's newly established Equity Commission, one of two Arkansans chosen to serve. The 15-member Equity Commission and its Subcommittee on Agriculture were authorized under the American Rescue Plan Act. The commission holds its first public meeting February 28th with an orientation for members set for this week. Rainey, who grew up in the center community and is a graduate of Wonderview High School, currently serves as Assistant Vice President of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. In addition to his appointment as Assistant Vice President, Rainey is also Director of the Southern Risk Management Education Center and an extension economist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Ambulance services will make presentations to Faulkner County officials this week as the county considers changing vendors. The Conway Log Cabin Democrat says the county and city of Conway are currently serviced by Mims, which is not making a presentation, but Mims has promised uninterrupted service until a new vendor is chosen and is ready to go. The city and county begin looking for a new provider after concerns about response times. Dozens of beef cattle producers from throughout the region are expected to be in Moralton tomorrow for the annual River Valley Beef Conference. This year's conference will focus on efficiency, presenting the latest recommendations for cattle producers looking to keep costs down and profits up. The conference will take place from 9 a.m. till noon at the Conway County Fairgrounds. Registration opens at 8.30 a.m. Cost is $20, payable at the door, and includes a steak lunch sponsored by Farm Credit Services. The annual conference, hosted by the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, brings together faculty, meat scientists, livestock economists, and extension specialists to share research-based information to help producers plan and manage their operations. That according to Conway County Agriculture Agent Kevin Van Pelt. It will be a good
1: program. We'll be talking uh, about uh, freezer beef yields and, uh, again, uh, increased costs of the fertilizers yeah. and you know, things to consider on that. So it should be a good program.
0: Many Arkansas producers are struggling with rising input costs, namely increasing fertilizer prices, which are tied to increasing grain and fuel prices. Cattle producers from the entire River Valley area, Conway, Crawford, Faulkner, Franklin, Johnson, Logan, Newton, Perry, Pope, Sebastian, and Yale counties are all invited to attend. To learn more about the conference, producers can contact the Conway County Extension Office. 501-977-2146. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson is kicking off this year's legislative session with his last State of the State speech, as he and legislative leaders hope to keep the focus on crafting this year's budget. The session begins today with Hutchinson's address to House and Senate members. Hutchinson's $6 billion proposed budget is the top item on the agenda, but there could be efforts to take up non-budget items. That includes a renewed push to enact a cutback on the number of abortions happening in the state. A GOP lawmaker wants to model an Arkansas law after one in neighboring Texas that leaves enforcement up to private citizens. On our community calendar, the Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. Tuesday night's class, Protecting Yourself and Your Farm, starts at 6 o'clock. The cost is $10. Registration available online at farmandfoodsystem.com. Dot .uada.edu/classes dot Also the Perry County Extension Service holding a bull selection and EPD workshop February 23rd 6 p.m. at the Perryville High School cafeteria with the guest speaker Dr. Mark Johnson, professor of animal science and extension specialist at Oklahoma State University. There'll be a free dinner served with registration through the Perry County Extension Office, but you must call by this Wednesday to register 889-2661. Keep this in mind, parents and guardians, the South Conway County School District holding a parent-teacher conference for grades pre-K through 12, Thursday, 2.45 till 7. All grades will dismiss at 2.25 p.m. on Thursday. And the Wonderview School District is holding parent-teacher conferences Thursday from 2.30 until 7.30, and students will be dismissed at 2.15 at Wonderview on Thursday. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we recognize that you can't always be around a radio at 7.30 when the news comes on. That's why we make it available on KVOM's podcast channel. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, SoundCloud. You can find it on our website or app, our weekday morning News Watch podcast, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 7.42, 742, fair and 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with Sports and Weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Always in touch. Daddy, Gene, Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. Hey,
1: Evans News, with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Joseph Pinion scored 26 of his team high 36 points after halftime, and Marlton's senior boys basketball team escaped Clarksville with a 71-66 overtime win over the Panthers in the regular season finale for both teams on Friday. Pinion scored 10 points and was eight for eight on free throws in the extra period when Marlton outscored the Panthers 12 to seven. Two of those free throws came following the Dixon family dental big smile play of the game, courtesy of junior Markell Swinton. 67-63. Clarksville quickly in the front court. Swinton with the steal. Swinton takes it away. Gets it to Pinion. He's fouled. 9.3 seconds left. Big defensive play there, Markell Swinton. Crailing 26-23 at halftime, the Devlogs went on a 16-0 run to start the third quarter to take a 13-point lead before the Panthers rallied forcing overtime with four points in the final seconds by Owen Ashlock. Ashlock finished with 37 points and 16 rebounds for the Panthers. Senior Julian Brockman had 13 points, and sophomore Corey Mosley had 12 points and eight rebounds for the Devil Dogs, who finished as 4A4 conference champions with an 11-1 record in league play. Now 18-6 overall, the Devil Dogs will take an 11-game win streak into postseason play. Marlton's girls finished the regular season with a record of 18-5 overall and 8-2 in conference play. Good for second place in the 4A four after getting a 62-47 win over the Lady Panthers. Junior Cheyenne Kemp led the way with 22 points. Senior Grace Brown had 12 points and four three pointers, including one on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game during a key third quarter run that helped Merlton build a 15-point lead by the end of the quarter. Keaton has it to Kemp in the corner to Brown three pointers. Good for Grace Brown. The lead is nine to get 33-24. Sophomore, John Brockman added 10 points in the game for the Lady Devil Dogs and senior Allie Go Dunlap finished with 9. Marlton's boys and girls both have a bye to the semifinals of the district tournament at Subiaco and will play their first game on Thursday. The boys will play at 5.30 p.m. against either Clarksville or Pottsville. The girls will play at 7 that night against either Dardanelle or Heber Springs. While we'll the broadcast of both of those games live on KVOM. Junior Sam Reynolds scored 22 points, and Wonderview's senior boys ended their regular season with a 73 56 win over Calico Rock on Friday night in Wonderview. Senior Caleb Squires followed with 20 points, and Junior Tyler Gottsboner put in 12 for the Daredevils, who take a 30 2 record into the postseason. Wonderview's girls got 17 points from Junior Abby Baker and 15 from senior Jalen Scroggins, in a 51 22 victory over the Lady Pirates. Sophomore Riley Gottsboner added 10 points for the Lady Daredevils, who improved their record to 22 9. One of these girls and boys have a abided the semifinals of the 1A4 District Tournament, which is being played at the Marlton Junior High Gym this week. The boys will play Thursday at 5.15 p.m. The girls will play Thursday at 6.30. Jalen Williams recorded his seventh double-double with 22 points and 11 rebounds, and the Arkansas men's team erased a 13-point second-half deficit but lost to Alabama 68-67 on the road Saturday. The loss snaps a nine-game win streak for the Razorbacks, who fall to 19-6 overall, 8-4 in the Southeastern Conference. Hogs play at Missouri Tuesday night. The Arkansas women's basketball team beat Missouri 88-71 Sunday afternoon, improving their record to 16-8 overall, 6-5 in southeastern conference play. The Razorbacks will play at Florida on Thursday. University of Central Arkansas men beat a Sun Conference-leading Jacksonville State 72-62 on the road Saturday afternoon. The Bears are now 5-6 in conference play and return home to face Bellarmine on Wednesday. UCA women lost their game to the Gamecocks 66-48 to to fall to 3-9 and in conference play. Sugar Bears will host Bellarmine on Thursday. The eighth-ranked University of Arkansas softball team finished its season-opening trip to Mexico with three wins and five games. The Razorbacks will play their home opener on Thursday against Wichita State. The National Park College women's basketball team lost to Arkansas State Mid-South 69-54 on Saturday. Marlton's Gaila Calvin started the game for the Nighthawks and had two points and four rebounds in the loss. University of the Ozarks women's team lost its fourth consecutive game, 60-48 to Belhaven on Saturday. Second Hearts McKenzie-Greason had three points, three rebounds, and three assists in the game for the Lady Eagles. Former Marlton High School baseball standout Maddox Long earned the win on the mound for the Harding University baseball team in the second game of a doubleheader sweep of McKendree on Friday. Long allowed one earned run on five hits with three strikeouts over four innings in the Bison's 6-5 win. Picking for Delta State, the former double-dog softball standout McKenna Keaton allowed two earned runs and four hits with one strikeout over three innings, but took the loss in her team's 4-0 sent back to Spring Hill on Friday. 7.49 now as we look at weather on this Monday morning, Valentine's Day. We're expecting sunny skies today, afternoon high near 65 degrees. Clear tonight with a low around 37, then sunny and 66, the high tomorrow, upper 60s Wednesday. due we do a chance of showers and thunderstorms by Wednesday afternoon and 100% chance of thunderstorm activity Wednesday night. So we'll keep an eye on that. And then thunderstorms likely at least the first part of the day uh, on Thursday as well. Right now, though, we've got fair skies and we're at 27 degrees in Marlton. 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM. News 1
0: continues in just a moment. always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.